Thought Bubble Audio. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks. We're two geeky got with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves to sell me stuff, even when the product might not be any good. Who's to say? It's Frank. How are you today? Hey, hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm pretty good, Frank. I'm battling a cold. Um, and so if my voice gives out anywhere in the course of this show, let it be known that it's not my fault. Yes. It's the cold's fault. Okay. Or I say it's not the fault of my electronic equipment. It is the voice sure. of my organic equipment. Okay. All right. All right. There you go. My yeah. throat box. It is, it, is, term goes. it is a different coronavirus yeah, actually, causing that's very true. It. Yes, yeah. Yes, All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, what are you what are you drinking to to soothe to soothe that feeling? I'm drinking a good old mug of tea, Frank. Actually, mm. just a mango green tea. Mango. Ooh, look mango. at you. Mango. Mango green tea. Nice. I have yep. never had a mango tea before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. it's very good. Mm. Um, yeah, it's very it's very good. The the bad. The downside is that I have now too. I've had too much of it. I've okay. had many, like you know, like when you do that, you accidentally do the subscribe and save on Amazon. Oh, sure. And you just get a bunch of boxes of stuff you didn't mean to get. Mm. That happened with the mango green tea several years ago for me. Oh, I see. Um, so you're so still I working through a big batch oh, of it. Oh, so much mango green tea has passed through my system. I can't even tell you. Um, and so it, at least I like it. But like there, are, like I'm at the point where I'm like, I. If I Drink one more mug sure. of mango green tea. I will become the mango. <laughs> um, is it the Bigelow? Which which one? What are we dealing with? It is Bigelow. Nice. Yeah. It's Bigelow. Nice. Well, at least they make good tea. They do make so good tea. They, they make nice. great tea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. So someone was saying to me the other day, they were like, you know, I try not always to get Bigelow because it's expensive. And I was like, is it? Is it? Is that right? I, I never really looked at the price of tea before. How very un-American of me. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. How do you know whether you have to throw it overboard or not? I don't know. I'm just a, I guess I'm just an Anglophile at I, heart. I, I guess. guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Funny. What are you? Uh, what are you drinking today? Well, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and have a beer for the both of us. And I am oh, cracking fresh. open a cold snap. Sam oh, Adams nice. cold snap. Did you get the variety pack or is it a good old uh, cold snap? Pack? Just just a cold snap. Uh, pack, yeah, yeah. Uh, snap pack. That is actually hard to say. Snap pack, cold or not? Yes. Uh, oh man, I should have. They you know that would have been perfect for uh, if we were doing a superhero slap back, a cold snap pack. But um, you know, it's okay. I have more. I have more cold snaps. Next time we do a slap back, there we go. Um, I think our next slap back is still Superman. 
Um, you know, we no, have we, not we had, swamp thing. It's swamp thing. It's swamp thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the next one right. um, that we'll have to do. Yeah, but uh, but Tim, I want to talk to you about um, the Netflix original series Space Force, starring Steve Carell, created by Steve Carell and uh, Greg Daniels, uh, who's also the creator of The Office um, and Parks and Rec. Um, Not the British Office, the American, the American Office. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and so. Uh, to talk about that, uh, I would like to bring back one of our favorite segments. You know it. You love it. That's right. Tim, this show sucks. This show what? sucks. What happened? What Space happened? Force sucks. Wait, what? So it's, Why are you? What? It's not so much hit me with your best shot as much as it's Hit me with your best sh- <laughs> twist. I was not <laughs> expecting this. Oh my gosh. I felt really French there the way that I laughed. Oh, oh, monsieur. Oh, I was not expecting this. Oh, oui, oui. Le Space Force oh, is le sock. Oh, I love les poissons. Right. <laughs> Tim, I have oh, no, said. I was through. not expecting. What? What a twist. I was really like, yeah. I, you know, for a second, I was like, wait, is our recording uh, broken? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, man. Record scratch on things. podcasts? I didn't know they could do that. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, man. Um, wow. Okay. So, wow. All right. So, uh, to be clear, are you selling me? To like watch a piece of crap. Wow, my intro was so good. I didn't even play. I that. know you didn't. I even didn't. <laughs> that wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> um, I, I'm not so sure. I'm telling you to watch it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is more of a. I'm gonna complain about why I watched two seasons of this show that I hate. <laughs> I'm so excited. This is so exciting. So I. Oh my! This is much better. Than, I'm very excited. This this is what hit me with your best shot has been missing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, Space Force uh, premiered on Netflix in 2020. Um, it uh, it it stars Steve Carell and John Malkovich and uh, uh, Ben Schwartz, who was John Ralphio on on Parks and Rec, um, and uh, Jimmy O Yang from uh, from uh, Silicon Valley on HBO, like all these great people, great cast. yeah, and and there's an amazing cast of um, uh, guest stars, uh, like Diedrich Bader and Patrick Warburton and Jane Lynch, um, who are sort of recurring guest stars. Um, all, first of all, those guest stars totally underutilized, um, and and I I just before. Before you yeah, get into it, can yeah. you tell me what Space Force is about? Yes. Like, yes. So so all these all these people, um, I believe this show was was conceived before the actual United States Space Force was a branch of our military. That's wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's actually wild. Yes. Um I, I think I think it was supposed to be sort of tongue in cheek, like, oh, what if there was like a new branch of the military and it was the space the United States Space Force? Um and then sometime between the show being um, thought of, conceived, and actually premiering, um, our government actually created 
a Space Force branch of the military. So that kind of took the wind out of the sails a little bit because it wasn't this absurd idea anymore. It was actually just our reality. Um, so it is about uh, Steve Carell plays a general who is has been appointed to um, head up this new Space Force. Um, so so uh, it, it is a workplace comedy, uh, so to speak, I guess is sort of the the closest um uh basically this these people are tasked with establishing this this branch of the military um and it follows the their the season one um storyline is they're supposed to get a team on the moon that's their goal right and so that's like the season long arc is can they get a team back on the moon okay but how is but okay but we already know we can go to the moon sure but, it, so but I mean, just point? like just like right now, um, just like right now, we're uh, NASA is preparing to go back to the moon with Project Artemis. Um, sure, but to but to study stuff. Yes. So they right, wanted to go there in this in this uh, series. The idea is to go there because we're competing with the Chinese. We're competing with all these other military powers um, uh, who are building up their um their their space uh programs and the idea is we want to get there before they do and 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 establish a base on the moon, a military base on the moon oh, uh, oh okay all right that makes sense okay so we want to get sort of boots on the ground there you know as quick as possible and so the idea is you know by the end of the season that's the goal that they're working towards and it's sort of a will they won't they you know can they pull this off um in season one um from here on out i'm probably going to spoil oh, some space spoil the heck stuff. out of it that's so fine. yeah yeah um truthfully i this was a show bef before you before you get into complaining it was a show that went huh i should watch that and never watched it yeah because i heard the first season was just okay actually the second season was much better so i'm surprised at your um your new take on hit me with your back mm -hmm. shot so um so please continue by, by all means please continue. sure sure yeah i i would agree season two is better but better is a is a relative term um so yeah um it's unfunny like it's it's not funny and i can't believe that with steve carell uh, uh, you know anchoring this thing and with him co-creating it with greg daniels both really funny people with really funny ideas who are really good comedy writers like Steve Carell has written episodes and directed episodes of the office. Um, some classics, um, and Greg Daniels, I mean, you know, conceived the show, uh, the office, uh, the American version of it and, and, and evolved it beyond sort of what the British version was and, and directed many of the important episodes is, is responsible for many of the important plot points. They even got directors from the Ken Quapis who directed many, many, uh, important episodes of the office, including the, the series premiere and the series finale and many episodes in between. Um, they got all these great people from the office. This should be a winning team. Um, not to mention the cast being as great as they are, but the writing is not great, Bob. Uh, the cast is phenomenal they, and, and they are, their performances are, are not to blame. Um, the writing is just not that funny. Um, so the characters are not all that compelling, especially in season one, you get to, you feel more, you feel you're rooting for them more in season two, um, because you've gotten, gotten to know them more and you've, um, sort of the, the, there's more of a, um, 
they have to band together to defeat the odds in season two. In season two, it's sort of a uh, will Space Force continue to exist or not? Uh, is it going to be uh, decommissioned because uh, of some some perceived failures? Um, uh, uh, so um, they do succeed in getting in getting boots on the moon by the end of season one, but uh, they end up face to face with the Chinese on the moon, and there is a a bit of a a crisis of like, oh my god, are we are we about to start like World War Three on the moon? Um, uh, and and uh, the government isn't happy with how that gets resolved. So in season two, it's now a question of can space force continue? Uh, and now General Naird, who's Steve Carell, and his team have to prove themselves uh, in order to keep uh, keep space force in existence. You know, quite truthfully, your description of it doesn't sound funny, but it's not. Because it sounds like that conceivably just all could happen. Yeah. Now? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I mean, what, what makes, let's say maybe the office and parks and rec and other types of workplace comedies funny is that like the setting is familiar, mm-hmm. but there, but the absurdity of what you're watching, you would know that no office would ever function like yeah. that. Yeah. No government office, no government branch would ever actually function like that yeah um the, the thing about the office and parks and rec is that they're very commonplace settings but but the, the people are are you know wacky characters right like kevin from the office is like so so sometimes so stupid you can't believe it right and that's sort of what's funny creed is a complete whack job and it's just like how has this person you know lived this many lives it's it's right they're they're absurd characters in normal situations um or or even like leslie nope who has to deal with all these crazy people at the town who are who are uh you know coming to these town meetings and and just they're completely unreasonable and and she's like the one normal person in the midst of all these people who are like well the sign said don't drink the water from the fountain and then i drank it and i'm sick and i think that's your fault um um you know it's funny that's it's funny that that's your example because my wife actually works like sure um in parallel to like Leslie's job, that's you know like uh, like it's a lot of similar overtones. Sure, and some of the stories that she tells, that's not absurdist. That's just something. Oh, that sure, happens. sure. Yeah. I mean, sure. I was thinking more. But, I was thinking more like Jeremy Jam. Like you just oh, like Jam. There you like, go, Jeremy you Jam. Know. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, so, so <sighs> like an eight, like the the eight minute like Star Wars filibuster. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Like, which well, which is also not absurd because he turned out to be right about the Boba Fett stuff. So he did. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. He did. I mean, that stuff was in the. Pretty sure a lot of that was in the novels first, but that's not important. That's not what <laughs> it's true, about true. Right now, but um, anyway, it, it's it's just so. Oof. It's an all star cast, and it it's it's just not enough to. It's I I think you know it it was meant to be satire, but once there was an actual space force you're it's it's okay now now you need to like lampoon like the reality of it not just the idea of it um so that so it's like they kept with their original standing without real so in some ways i found did you see don't look up yeah yeah i really liked don't look up okay i did too i found that it didn't go hard enough mm. in its sat, in its satire a lot of the times because like i obviously some of it is satirical but like in general a lot of what i witnessed i'm like i've witnessed something very akin to this yeah. in real life it's just our reality right and so like i understand this your satire 
like you're trying to be satiric, but you're not satiric enough. Yeah. And therefore you're just creating in some ways a drama. When a satire is not when a satire is not funny, it's just drama. Right? Because yeah. you're not supposed to take the satire seriously. So if you look at Jonathan Swift's a modest proposal. Sure. If you read a modest proposal and you're like he says we should eat the babies to solve the hunger crisis. If you don't understand that's supposed to be funny, mm-hmm. like with an edge, then you take it seriously. That's a very grave matter. Oh yeah, he's yeah, jesting. And so, so but if people started to do that, you'd be like, well, that is then no longer satire. Yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, like, yeah. Right. And it sounds like Space Force kind of like because when Space Force became a part of our lives, and I use that in the broadest terms possible. Sure. Yeah. Um, when it became a reality, it didn't sound like they decided to up the shenanigans. They decided to keep with their, yeah, it's probably not really a thing, but grounded satire. Yeah, sure. Doesn't, that doesn't fly. That's not a satire that I think works very well. Right. Look at the first season of The Office versus the third season of The oh, Office. Oh, sure. Or something like, like what, like some of it, like not, <sighs> you just need to push a little harder on the early satire. And maybe that seems to be where they've failed. Yeah. I mean, here's the here's the the thing. Like, so the satire is not all that satirical. And then the humor, like the jokes, are kind of basic and, and not that funny. Like it'll it'll just be literally like, oh, I don't know, like uh, General Naird, again, Steve Carell's character, like on a on a you know, video call with uh the joint chiefs or whatever. And, uh, somebody misunderstands what he's saying and he keeps repeating himself and they keep misunderstanding what he's saying. Like, that's not funny. That's just like a thing that happens sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like that's it just, and, and it, it blows my mind. Cause like these very funny people are, are performing this not funny material as if it's really funny. And it's really are they, not. Are they into it? Can you tell? Yeah, they're like, into it. Are, they they're, are they're into, into it. it. Like I was wondering, yeah, wondering if they're just like going along for the ride, I, and their I, energy just isn't into it. They, they, they're. It's not like they're phoning it in. Um, I do wonder if a lot of it is sort of. <clears throat> I mean, are, are they just coasting for the Netflix money? Like, do they know that they're making a show that's not that good? But they're like, I mean, it's a good paycheck. That's you know, what I'm, that's these big what people. I'm, yeah, I, but 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 mm. what I'm saying is their performances don't indicate that they're not into it. Gotcha. Well, here's my other question. So, like, satire is supposed to change society, right? That's the whole point of satire. Yeah. Um, if otherwise, it's just irony. Like, you're yeah. being ironic because it's different than what is expected. Satire is supposed to have a is supposed to have a, a social or political purpose. And so, like, is there some kind of undercurrent, like, thematic undercurrent to what they're doing? Or is it just supposed to be ironic? Because that's maybe where they're falling short. It's it's. I don't I don't think that it's meant to be ironic. I I think that that it was me- it's meant to be um, a commentary on the absurdity, the the idiocy of of bureaucratic government, um, uh, and and uh, sort of the, the the place that that America finds itself in the frankly in the Trump era. I think is what the you know in in the last in the, in that in that era. Um, but at a time when that's no longer the political situation, at a time when the Space Force is a real thing, at a, at a time when 
um, we've sort of moved on and have other concerns. I mean, remember, this came out in November of 2020. So in 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 the midst of, I mean, we were no longer in lockdown, but the pandemic was very, very much still top of mind for everyone. And we had moved past things like, wow, Space Force is kind of a silly idea. And we had much more grave life or death things on our minds. And here comes this show that's like, hey, wouldn't it be silly if there was a branch of the military in space? And we're like, we are well past that. Um, so I think there it was, is. Yeah. And some of us yeah. actually think it's pretty cool. I, I think that it was maybe yeah. maybe would have landed better in like 2018 or something. Um, yep. Did they that, film the first season in lockdown and stuff like that? Did they? I, I think they filmed they, it before and they finished editing it during lockdown. I see. I was I was curious because sometimes that ends up affecting the way that yeah people yeah yeah interact with one another. Um, I, I think sure. I think that's true. Although there were there were some sort of conspicuously FaceTime only characters like. Um, uh, the general has a wife who is in prison and that wife is played by Lisa Kudrow. And oh, that's fun. Uh, honestly, there is no reason for her character to exist though. As much as I love Lisa, like I'm happy that it's Lisa Kudrow, but there's really no reason for her to be there. He has a teenage daughter who's in high school and, and, and they, they play with sort of the, okay, her mom isn't around, but like, frankly, they could have told that same story. Maybe with more, uh, maybe it would have been more interesting if, if the mom was dead. Like if, if her mom, mom was gone and and she was trying to adjust to life without her mom and, and getting to become closer with her dad, who she's not terribly close with and who's sort of withholding and distant because he's a general, that could have been a compelling story. But instead, there's this weird thing where her mom FaceTimes her every so often. And what inmate is able to FaceTime you? I for, guess that's where the absurdist comedy part comes in. But, but it's it not played for like it's not tough. played for absurdism. It's not played for laughs. It's just a thing that happens with no explanation. And it's not silly it just happens the conversations the situations are meant to be silly the conversations are meant to be silly but they're not funny um it sounds like it sounds like they they just didn't it sounds like they forgot that their show was a comedy it, it's um it, it it's like they're there is a sense of humor that i think misses the mark and it's so strange coming from these creators and writers and this whole creative team who are all so funny and who are all so good at comedy. Yeah. Um, but it's like they, they were trying for the, I don't know. I, I, I do think legitimately um, I have heard comedy writers talk about how they, sometimes the stuff that they find funniest um, audiences just don't, just don't understand. And they feel like they are, um, they have to sort of filter through the stuff they find funniest um, to the stuff that, that the audience is going to appreciate. And and I think maybe that's what happened here is they just went and made the show that they wanted to make, and 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 for whatever reason it doesn't land with audiences and and critics tend to agree that that at least season one was was pretty much a flop. Um, audiences liked it more than critics. Season two, folks uh, are liking it more. And I will say in season two the characters come together more and you're sort of rooting for them more. But it's still it's still not very funny. It, the, the the comedy problems persist and the problems of underutilizing great cast members, uh, um, recurring cast members like Patton Oswalt in, in this season and Jane Lynch and Patrick Warburton and, and, and uh, Tim Meadows. Um, they're, they're just not funny. Most of them are, are straight men. These great comedic actors are, are straight men. Um, and their, um, their characters are like stuffy sort of, astronauts and generals and stuff who who just don't bring much to the table it's the most exciting thing that happens is oh my god that's Patton oswald 
and then you're not excited by him because nothing he's doing is funny. It's just like you get excited to see him and then disappointed at how underused he is. So my question is, um, why have you given so much of your time to this show? So if you do, you weren't wild about the first season. Yeah, yeah. Why did you watch the second one, and why did you bother finishing it? That's a funny. There's uh, a funny answer to that question. I actually didn't. So first of all, there's seven episode seasons, less than twenty five minute episodes. So oh God, we're talking like nothing. it's like yeah. three less than three hours for a season. Um, so that's that. That's number one. But after season one, my wife and I thought, you know, we really didn't enjoy it. We finished season one because we were like, we want to give it at least the full season. It's such a short season. Let's finish it out. Didn't didn't love it. More than a year has gone by. A year and a half has gone by since it it, it last aired. It's back in twenty twenty two. And we uh, we were talking about, I mentioned um, to Marissa, oh, Space Force is coming back. And she goes, well, I'd, I'd watch that. And I was like, really? She goes, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. Um, so I was like, all right, she wants to watch it. So so we watched it. And uh, and then after it was over, uh, you know, we agreed that we really didn't enjoy that. That, that, that sucked again. Um, it was better, marginally better, but like still didn't enjoy it really. It wasn't worth the, another, another three hours. And, and, uh, and she says something like, well, you know, I watched it for you. And I'm like, wait, what do you, I, I thought I was watching it for you. And she was like, no, I meant like, yeah, I'll watch that if you want to. And I was like, I thought you meant you wanted to watch it. And so I was watching it for you. So we sort of gifted the Magi to that one. Um, and, yeah, and, gift of the Magi to and we one. sort of sat, sat through it, um, for each other when neither of us really cared to watch it, but we we're like, eh, it's short enough. We'll, we'll suffer through it. I honestly, I hoped it would be better. I hoped that that um it, often uh, um the shows from from this creative team the office season 1 is is good but it gets way way better as it goes on same with parks and rec i think parks and rec kind of starts from a pretty weak place and gets way way better as it goes on i agree it takes until rob Lowe and adam scott show yes. up to it to really kick off but so that's my my next point is that like does it need a rob Lowe, adam scott type character because it's really it rob Lowe that like takes it's like amusing self into absurdism yeah because yeah. he's an absurd person and so i guess that's what miss is that's what's missing from the show it, it might be needs um partially Lowe. needs more roblo um what doesn't need more roblo honestly no i i, I think i think it, it yes maybe maybe a shake-up or, or some additions to the cast to uh to change things up but but really i, I think it, it's it's less about the interpersonal dynamics and and the you know in the addition of new characters might shake that up it's more um, the sense of humor that this show is trying is striving for is, is I just don't find funny and and a lot of critics don't either and and a, a fair amount of the audience doesn't either. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised they got a season two. Um, it, it's it's more like I mean they're you know not not to it's not that it's it I never laughed I mean but it's sort of like a chuckle here and there a smile but. But it's it's just sort of lukewarm, and and the characters are not compelling enough to sort of carry you through. Um, it, it's sort of a misfire, and and the jokes are sort of hit or miss uh, from from one to the next. Um, you know, it, it's it's just sort of flat and a little awkward. And and as much as the cast is good, the, the characters are are kind of flat and and not really well written. Mm. How's like the design and stuff like that? Like, do they use the regular Space Force? The new like they don't use logo, the real or? Space Force uh, uh, Star Trek logo. No, um, they have their own design aesthetic. 
Um, I think it's kind of funny. Is it like, better or worse than the Star Trek Space Force logo? <laughs> that's debatable. Here's a funny thing. Um, the camouflage that they wear, the camo is moon camo. So it's like gray <laughs> with, with like that's, that's, bottle, that's really uh, uh, not bottles. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Craters. Craters. Thank you uh, yeah. on it. Um, uh, so like, that's kind of, that's kind of funny. Um, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, the overall look of, of the show is, um, it, it looks sort of standard issue, uh, military. And then there's like a control room that looks like mission control, you know, in Houston, um, like you've seen in Apollo 13 or whatever. Um, and, um, uh, I mean, that's sort of, that's sort of, that's where it takes place. It takes place in the offices, uh, for the most part. Um, so that's sort of at their, at their, um, headquarters. The design is, the design is good. The, um, uh, effects are actually quite good. Um, you know, there's not a ton of, of visual effects, but when there are, there's like CG of, of ships or whatever. And it's actually pretty, pretty good. Um, so, so, I mean, look, look, it's, it's, it's a Netflix show. It's got a good budget um for for the visuals for um the design for all that stuff and for the talent i mean i think most of the budget must have gone to the uh, to the cast the talent. yeah um and and to the, the the yes the talent behind the camera as well um but i just i just don't feel like it hits the mark it just i i was not impressed and i've I've watched two seasons and I, I i think at this point i'm done hate watching it and uh and uh, it's uh, it's you know, going to be a no from the- me I needed to hear that because I, when I saw that season two was coming out, I was like, oh, maybe I really wanted to watch that first season, even though I heard the second, it was just okay. Like, I'll get, I'm definitely not going to try it now. And normally we keep things so positive here, but I needed this. Hit me with your best bleep. (laughs) Yes. I needed this in my life. So, you know, I, I will avoid that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste my time. It's a shame because it's a good concept, but I think it's just, one of those like um I can't, there's something similar i feel like there's like a a simpsons joke about this or something like that where they're like you know what a great idea and then it happens and they're like well we're going to do it anyway i yeah. guess yeah i think you're right they just took the wind out of their sails i think mm-hmm. i think the pandemic and um the pandemic certainly didn't help um, sure but uh but it i think a lot of that that iffiness probably sprang from, you know, the it just didn't. It's not what the world needs right now. Yeah, I I think that's sort of what it comes down to. It's it, no one really needed needed this. And as much as I wanted to enjoy it, like, and I really wanted to enjoy it because of how much I love. I mean, we watch The Office like we'll watch an episode every, almost every night before bed. Like we love the office. We've seen every episode, you know, so many times we've, we've, we've binged the whole series and now we just sort of pick episodes at random to, to watch, uh, before bed, uh, again, almost every night. We love it. We love, love, love it. Um, never get tired of it. And yet, the, you know, the comparisons are inevitable to workplace comedy from the same people who made the office. So obviously you're going to compare it to some degree, but even setting it aside and saying, okay, it's not as good as the office, but it's still it's got something going for it. No, not even on those standards. I can't really, I can't really recommend it's, it. It's not a single cam comedy, is it? It's yeah, not it's a single, documentary crew. It, uh, it it's mock, it's, oh, it's single cam, but it's not mockumentary. There's there's not uh, interviews gotcha, and okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not, I'm going to pass. Mm-hmm. But I I would recommend you, I would recommend most people I pass. appreciate you telling me not to engage. Yeah. Yeah. Do not do not engage. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know, like, you know, maybe Frank is 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 uh is off the mark on this. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Maybe it, it's very possible you would you would not agree. And if you want to watch it, it's it's like a three hour commitment. You know, g- give it a shot. Uh, give it your best shot. And if I'm wrong, you can email us at beerwithgeeks.com, uh, beerwithgeeks at gmail.com, that is. Uh, you, our website is beerwithgeeks.com or thoughtbubbleaudio.com for the rest of our network. You can support us at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. You can tweet at us at beerwithgeeks. Uh, and you can find us anywhere that podcasts are found. Uh, please remember to subscribe uh, and uh, rate and review us uh, specifically on Apple Podcasts and Spotify because uh, those are the places that uh, that benefit us uh, the most and help get the word out about the show. Uh, but yeah, if you if you like Space Force, if you if you totally disagree with me, please, I want I want to hear from you. Um, and I, I would be very open to arguments to the contrary. Well, Frank, as a pleasure, it's it's wonderful talking to you. Um, it's been a pleasure. And so until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>